It's a Christmas miracle! A new podcast! Yay! This is the LearningReadyRun.com podcast for holiday time, 2010. Sorry about that. For non-denominational holiday we, time, 2010. Holiday time. We had stuff that we were doing, uh, and then because the problem with Desert Bus, yeah, you know, you were, you know, you think we're using the excuse of Desert Bus, you know, a lot for a lot, but the problem with Desert Bus is we have to work super hard before Desert Bus to build up a backlog. Then we work super hard during Desert Bus. Then we have to work super hard after Desert Bus to recover from the back because we used all our backlog during Desert Bus. Yeah, and it didn't help that most of us got sick before or during or after or Lost sick before it. and then after a game. Or got sick Desert before Bus. and continue yeah, to be I sick got, today. I got the war garbles after. Although yeah. it had been through so many people's immune systems that it was not that bad. No, so every got, time it got passed on to a different person, it got slightly less virulent. Yeah, you got war garble light. I think yeah, you got hit the hardest. I got yeah, I was basically out for like a week and a half. Yeah, I think you guys had worse. Um, Kathleen. I, I had terrible war garble, but unfortunately, I had just I had to I had to still keep going to work. I was like, oh god. I got it two weeks before Desert Bus. Yeah, I had it beforehand. I'm still not over it. Yet. So, Jesus. so basically, so it, is, it is the definition of a lingering filthy yeah, illness. Basically, QQ is what we're saying. Pretty much. Uh, so, but anyway, we are back with a podcast for basically a ton of stuff. So, so the first video that. We haven't talked about in a podcast is the decadent sports league. Gee, bus. Now, okay, so this is a video I wrote. This is actually this started as a conversation during ENN. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What was the guy? It was a guy who was. It was some millionaire was like racing jet fighters. It was John Carmack. <laughs> was racing jet. Yeah, it was racing, ra- racing jet. Fighters. Was he doing the 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 Red Bull Air Race? Or yeah, it's, well, something similar to that. Okay. It's basically rocket-propelled jets. Yeah. And we were talking about... Like, I, I brought this up as an e story. I prefer jet-propelled rockets. I, I brought this up as an ENN story uh, because... Because uh, it's hilarious. Well, it, Ridiculous. It's like, how many... Like, it, it's got to be like half a million dollars in fuel to race, like for one race. For one race, And yeah. when you consider that they are practicing uh, <laughs> to do this, uh-huh. like... That is something that only millionaires can do. It's like um, uh, Steve Wozniak, who plays uh, Segway Polo. Yeah, exactly. What? You're <laughs> joking. Yeah. You are no. making that up. No, no he's no. not. But yeah, and, wow. and he, has, he, has, he has, like, spare segues in case they break. What is the cartoon rich person sport? What, no, 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 it's not. I mean, like, what is, what is the investment on a Segway compared yeah. to what is the, admis- what is the admission... For rocket fuel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so basically, so there's that. That's where it started, and then, but it didn't quite fit in with uh, ENN because it wasn't. It was. I mean, the, it was started as a guy who was doing video game stuff, but it wasn't really yeah. a video game story. So no. Uh, so then it turned into just an ENN story, uh, and uh, yeah. Or, it, or, it, or it, sorry, it, a long radio story. So and then it's uh, it was basically just a matter of coming up with a whole bunch of ridiculous sports, uh, and then figuring out. It's uh, using the trick um, that we used that I used in um, uh, the Olympic beard growing right. is mentioning a lot of sports, but only actually showing the ones that are easy to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> so like mentioning, uh, you know, the diamond or the um, I was trying to remember. Well, all the we had the uh, the exotic animal uh, water polo, and, that, and originally that was supposed to be uh, endangered yeah. white tiger water. It was supposed polo. to be endangered white tiger. Turns and out then, tigers can swim amazingly well. Yeah. 
But you I, know what? That's I, our dedication to quality. We do our research for your laughs. Yeah, yeah. I did some Wikipedia. Uh, also, Wikipedia uh, got me the, the name of the, uh, I believe it is, Ron, no, Strunt, Strunt. What was the... Oh, the isotope. Yeah, the isotope. Uh, the incredibly unstable one. Yeah, that it's 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 it was unstable, but not so unstable that it would be completely impossible. It's it's isotope that only stays around for like four seconds. Dermstadium. Dermstadium. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, and it only stays around for like four seconds. So it's uh, so they just have to be continually recreated, which I quite liked. Yeah, I enjoyed that as well. And the uh, yeah, shooting the uh, the the polo thing. Um, despite the fact that he's wearing a swim trunks in that. In that segment, of course, Paul's character, well, and Jerry's character beside the pool, are meant to be the same characters who are also diamond skeet shooting later. Yeah. Uh, and Paul's character being Franklin Elway, who has moved on from Viking Secret Wildcard Poker. Well, and now that he has his winnings, now he's really rich. So. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, he won so much in Viking Secret Wildcard Poker mm-hmm. uh, that uh, he's now moved on. So, I was a big fan of the indentured servant chess. Yeah, so the chess, so I wrote that, um, the indentured servant chess, like that was one of the first ideas I came up with, you know, the whole playing chess with the people's lives is, I guess, a fairly common thing, but I like to... I, I like to think it's not too common. <laughs> well, no, a fairly common thing for rich people. I like the idea that <laughs> for, for the stereotypical rich person thing, right? Yeah. Uh, but I like the I like the idea that indentured servant chess uh, people like to play it rather than regular chess because the the servants actually fight and whoever wins the fight actually wins that so like it could go totally differently than a regular chess. chess and still win an indentured so like uh, so like a pawn could take out a, a you know a queen even if the queen hits the pawn so yeah. Uh, but uh, so I wrote that, not knowing that Victoria actually happens to have a human-sized chessboard. Yeah. Actually, I was the one who knew that yeah. because Tally and I went to like a um, like, like a, a bicycle, a bike ride, live theater thing over the summer. God, is this ever the West Coast? Oh, I know. It was actually really cool. <laughs> it was the theater scam bike ride. If you're in Victoria, check it out. Um, but uh, what it was, and one of the things was an interpretive dance done with using the audience as chess pieces. <laughs> it was actually, like, I'm making, I'm making this sound fucking dumb. But it was really de- well done. It was really interesting. It was probably the best piece we saw. And it, but I, and it stuck in my memory, so when Paul was like, hey, we need a human-sized chessboard, I'm like, I know where one is! I know where one is! So we were, but like, we, we were keying around ideas of like, you know, keying it on, like, doing it on a field and keying it in different stuff. So it actually, it turned out quite good, and uh, I am uh, happy with that, so. Yeah, because we were, we were, we had a whole plan to like, do it in post and everything, but yeah. no, it turned out really, really well. And the, the that 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 whole sequence is really entertaining with everyone in the. I just I, I think my favorite bit is the 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 water polo. Just Jared and I. It's not the the guys playing water polo aren't like, you know, they're just disappointed. Yeah, they're just like, oh uh, man, that didn't work. That that creature is drowning. <sighs> Damn it! Now we're not going to be able to play polo. Uh, somebody's gonna hang for that. Like it's it's not. <laughs> they're not you know bad that they just killed a endangered animal. Possibly the only one of them that exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry. Right, so next one. Yeah, next one was it's magic. It's yeah. magic. It's which magic. gave rise to the Angry Kitties deck. Yes. Which is now like a soup. Like I don't know. Didn't the Angry Kitties deck exist before that? This. Yeah, like we, yeah, just, yeah. You, we just no, used it. That was a real thing. Yeah, yeah we just okay. used it because now, that like, was what you already had. Deck as an idea is extremely popular. I was in uh, Yellow Jacket last night. Some guy was like, my girlfriend saw the Commodore Hustle, and so I built her an Angry Kitties deck. Nice. And uh, it's yeah. not quite the same Angry Kitties deck I was playing. It's actually a white and green deck. Ah. Um, but yeah, a lot of people... Those kitties aren't angry. 
Well, oh, Kathleen yeah. has a white green uh, uh, cat deck. They are burly. It's, it's, it's the, the burly wrong kitties. emotions. I know. Yeah, but anyhow, yeah. So the Angry Kitties deck is quite an idea. And uh, unfortunately, right after that came out, there was like such an outcry that I would auction the Angry Kitties deck for charity. It went away. But that's okay because I was going to say the Angry Kitties are like there. Five hundred. It was like five hundred dollars. Yeah. So awesome. well worth it. But I, I still miss the Angry Kitties deck. So. But uh, yeah, th- I mean, this was. It was inspired by mostly inspired real by life. I mean, it was pretty inevitable that uh, we'd have to. Do, and it, it, it's been a while since we did a hustle too, so it, yeah. it was it, it was fairly inevitable that we'd have to do something about us getting back into magic. Yeah. And I'm, there's there's a lot of stuff in the episode that's inspired by, you know, from from reality, such as the Angry Kitties deck, us getting back into it at PAX, and the general reaction too of like the. You know, like, uh, magic. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll, well, whatever. We've got nothing else to do in this line for an hour. Christ, we're nerds. Yeah. Yeah. Jared, uh, uh, like, the reason that he's in, the, in that sketch, the, or in that scene, the reason that he's the one pushing for us to try it is because you'd actually been playing magic online. Well, not online. I've been for a playing Duel of Planeswalkers. Well, there's, sorry, there's sorry. There's a distinct difference. The, sorry. Um, you, you had been playing the magic video game. Yeah, a, a lot. And I'd been wanting, I'd been kind of jonesing to get back into it, and James and I had been sort of talking about it in a sort of small context when 20... Well, yeah, we talked about that as well when... Every time we're at PAX. Yeah, right, right. Every time we're at PAX, we're like, we should play. We should We should just go, like, buy a pack of magic. Yeah. All right, okay, no, but you first. No, <laughs> yeah, no you first. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and Tally yeah. and I um, ended up playing a lot in lineups with random people, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it... But it sort of grew from there. And then you guys bought decks, and I just took demo decks and mixed them together at PAX. Yeah. And, uh... Well, yeah, and we... The real trick is we ended up with, like, a whole ton of demo decks at the end of PAX. Yeah. Uh, that were just spare, but we... <laughs> and so we, uh... started sending us stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it's a bad... And surprisingly enough, we're actually still playing Magic, you know, since, since that hustle. We haven't it's, actually got tired of it. Well, the thing about Magic is I never... I was the only person here who never played it in high school because I was too busy being a miscreant to play magic. I never played it in high school. I, I, I played, it in, played in high school. Okay. Okay. I in elementary school. Well, elementary I had never school. played it before. Played it briefly, you, you in, in air quotes, played it in high school. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I collected the cards. Okay, but the point being, I was the person who... I've never played it, and so I was like, I don't know if I want to get into this. But the thing is, it's like I like it because... I like strategy games, but I'm crappy at chess. But it's kind of the same idea, but it's a lot more fun because you can do really dumb things with your decks. Like, you can put together an angry cat deck, and it is a functional thing, and it makes you laugh when you play it. So, from, like, a nerdy, like, strategy-thinking planning point of view, it's actually a very fun game. And it doesn't have to be about, like, building, like, decks that you can take to a competition. It can just be about, this is this is a test of my... This is a test of my creativity to see if I can make a deck that makes me laugh and is playable. So that's why I like magic. That's why I think I got into it and was able to enjoy it. And I think that's why we have kept around with it, right? It is, yeah, because it, it's 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 always different. Mm-hmm. And, it uh, sure is. Yeah. Um, so we. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, there was also. We did initially. <laughs> uh, we were fools. Ha- uh, try to institute a a spending limit. Yeah, which I was believe was a couple boosters a month or two something. Two boosters a month. Yeah. Two? Re- really? Wow. Is yeah. that really what? Yeah. 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 Originally, that was what we were going. <laughs> it lasted. It lasted only <laughs> like a week. Last, no, it lasted two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. A couple weeks. Yeah. Two or three weeks. But Although it didn't last there, long there enough was a to multi- actually ever. There was there work, was a multi-stage right? breakdown. Yeah. The, the breakdown number one in my mind. I mean, and maybe you guys would see this differently. Breakdown number one in my mind was that um, you know Alex and I were putting together decks. 
out of the common card pool. Like mm-hmm. just and so we would have like three or four decks going at the at the same time. And because we had this spending limit, they were none of them very good decks, but you know, we had a bunch of decks going simultaneously. Yeah. And um uh and you know I, I think Kathleen, you were the one who said, Well, you know, I I I'm just getting into this. I, I haven't I don't know how to make decks, so I can only ever have one deck because I, I just have the one that I bought and I'm just tweaking it. So I shouldn't I be able to buy another deck if I want to, if I want to play something different. And so then it was like, okay, yeah, the rules are lifted on buying decks. So we can buy extra starter packs to have something to build on for decks. Mm-hmm. Which and, was very helpful, actually. Which is, sure. Yeah. Uh, a starter pack comes with a booster. So people who had already had bought two boosters that month got an extra booster when they bought the intro pack. Which we didn't, which we didn't initially realize. Right. Um, but then it was like, okay, now someone can go into the store, uh, buy an intro pack, Trade off all the expensive rares, yeah. Like anything that is anything that's worth anything in the rares for boosters, yeah. And then just get ahead in a really roundabout way that I end up costing them more money. <laughs> yeah. um, so I was, I basically, I did come to James and Graham and be like, I don't think the spending limit is working. Let's just get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. And now, now we have one rule, which is don't be a dick. Yes. Which, yeah. which and has been working out. Because turns out none of us I have decks that I put together that I don't feel okay playing against you guys. So, actually, I don't I think like you. I, I don't think I don't think. Hey, hey, the birds. Was it James? Were, were you there when Jared talked about that? Yeah, I don't think. No, I'm talking about me. No, it was. Yeah, I think because no, you weren't there because because. Uh, I think I posted to Twitter or something like, hey, I did this or whatever, and you were like, oh, what about the spending limit? And I was like, oh, yeah, well, we talked about it, and we don't really think that yeah, you know, we should do that. And you were like, oh, okay. And then, like, half an hour later, you're like, so I bought a couple packs. Because yeah. you happened to be near Yellow Jacket at the time. So that's why in the video, you're just like, immediately, you know, Joe's like, I don't think we should have yeah, the spending exactly. limits. And you're just like, boom, opening packs. Yeah. It's fun to read the wave. I, I, I almost want to make it public. Oh. Just make the way just public. See, uh, see, see the, the devolution the, of the, evolu- yeah, the, 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 the devolution as opposed to of, of how that spending limit just went downhill. Yeah. No, it's I, I'd be actually curious uh, if anybody else uh, you know plays Magic with a group um, whether you had a similar situation. You know, if somebody wants to post the like, I don't know whether the spending limit and then immediately gets revoked thing is a standard move. And pretty in, soon in after that, you bought a Magic. You bought like a box. Too right. Yeah, although I, most of that box still exists. Nice. Still, like, you've been I, you've been piecing yourself out. Right, but I mean, yeah. like, but the, well, yeah, I, only, I only use those booster packs to reward myself when I do things that are good for my health, and I haven't really been doing a lot that's been good for my health recently. So they've kind of just been sitting there waiting. But I mean, really? we've. Uh, I mean, now going and buying two booster packs is just sort of a casual yeah, thing that happens now. when you're yeah. around the store. Two, so, yeah. well, four, Jer, four. I, I, four I, I typically won't go actually, that big. Actually, what really what really caused problems for the spending limit um, was when we were doing uh, daily drop and we were shooting daily yeah. drop because yeah. the place where we were shooting daily drop was like right, right across around, the street, right around the corner. Yeah. yeah, from from Yellow Jacket, and so we were there every, like we were there every day for like five or six days. And, 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 and that was and, 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 and that was and came out during the fit. We went there. We everybody except for me bought. Fat pack that one day. Yeah, and then and then we kept and it was always like when we were going for when we were going for lunch, it was just like, well, we're going by it anyway. (laughs) Might as well go in. And so you there'd be like two sessions like a day. Yeah. We also got to watch the uh, all the like the rares prices for Scars of Baird and climb day to day to day. Yeah, uh, during that week, which was funny. I pulled a I I pulled an Elspeth Terrell from from my fat pack and traded it in like that evening. 
And since then, they've had too many Elspeths for me to trade in. So I managed to get in under the wire there. Shut up. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess that's... that. Uh, well, I'm, 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 I'm trying to think. Um, uh, Wizards, actually. Uh, Wizards of the Coast. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, we got in contact with them through The Escapist, and... Um, uh, they were gonna. They were actually gonna send us some some booster packs to use as props, yeah, <laughs> to, props. for like the scenes where we need to open it up. But there was a there was a mailing issue, and they didn't get here in time. <laughs> so we just bought our own, opened them, and then a box of a box of boosters arrived That's later. And awesome stuff. Yeah. Actually. So because Wizards is super cool, and they really enjoyed the video, which was. Uh, which and was of cool. course, they also sent stuff for Desert Bus. Yeah. Oh, they sent us so. Thank you so much, great. Wizards. Thank you. You guys um, are wizards. Oh, also, actually, thanks to, to Dan Spiller and uh, and Yellow Jacket for yes. uh, yeah. for, for donating some awesome board games but and for putting up with us and letting us film there. Yeah, I was going to say something like, in the video and stuff. if you're in Victoria and play Magic, you should go check out Yellow Jacket. If you're in Victoria and play Magic, you know about Yellow yeah, Jacket. You're probably at Yellow Jacket right now. Yeah. 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 Listening to this podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm, uh, if the, you come um, to Victoria and you want to play Magic. Yes. Come Check to our out office and play Magic with us. Yes, but yeah. stop at Yellow Jacket first because they'll have the card. They are I really enjoyed how the the uh, the uh, trickiest and I think most rewarding part of editing that episode was the uh, was the quote intense magic battles. Ooh yeah. Uh, because I I found uh, thank goodness I found this w- these wonderful sound files on freesound.org of. Um, people playing bridge, ah. uh, dealing and playing cards. So there was a lot of, like, just, like, little card noises. So I was able to, like, really crank those up and put just lots of, like, because that silent was not nearly as cool as just having all those little sound effects in there. But I was I, I really enjoyed the, like, super fast edits of, like, making... I, really I mean, well, I like, magic is a lot of fun. It's not necessarily that intense. I've had some matches that have been like, "Fuck, that was, whew, you know." But it's, it's not really like intense. It's maybe per intense se. for you. It's not terribly intense to. It's watch. psychologically tense. It's not yes. like it's sports exciting. It's well, because there's, like, there's no time limit for turns, right? Yeah, I was gonna say the uh, the only thing those scenes were missing was uh, motion anime style motion lines on the still frame backgrounds. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, Stormcrow. Speaking of like card tricks. I should probably mention that most of the things that I did in that episode I can actually do. Like, yeah, there's yeah. only a little bit of I mean, camera trick. The bit, the bit in the scene with with where he just makes stuff Alex disappear, myself, like like <laughs> okay, making well, like, making stuff disappear. That's obviously a camera trick. The bit where he what? turns the really no. <laughs> the bit where he turns a doom blade into a lightning bolt. That's not a yeah, camera I, trick. I can do that. that was just straight up. Yeah, and uh, the uh, it's impossible to do with card sleeves though. Like. Card manipulation is very difficult with the sleeves on because it, it ruins the hand. Which is the which stuff. is funny because of course I showed I was in the card store talking to the guys who work there, one of whom runs Friday Night Magic and uh-huh. you know, is their is their head judge guy. And I showed them this episode and he turns to me he's like, So do I need to worry about Alex now? It's like, Oh my god, my reputation's ruined yeah. forever. This is where you say yes. No, that's yes, exactly what I, I I've do. been telling everyone that he's a that he's a, a dirty, big, dirty fat cheat. cheat. <laughs> that I stack my deck and it's full of yeah. Count cards. Counting cards wouldn't help in magic. Actually it wouldn't because it is all math. But it's strategy. still math, it's just different math. Yeah. But like it's your own deck. You're perfectly allowed to count your own deck <laughs> <laughs> cards. Yeah. 
Yeah. In and, fact, uh, you should, because you would want to know what is coming up to maximize yeah. your potential. I, I did get somebody write down my hand contents after a duress. That was pretty interesting. Oh, really? that, yeah. yeah, that's I. I see that all the time. Yeah, it's just like see. This is why I don't want to go to Friday Night Magic. I just want to play with some crazy yes. cat lady cards. <laughs> the, um, I still haven't. I still haven't caved. Join us. One other uh, really <laughs> obscure joke was that when we're all uh, dumping all the cards that Alex has secreted about his person. One of the ones that hits there that you can see if you know what you're looking for is a storm crow. Oh man, secreted <laughs> as opposed to secreted. Yes. Yes. Yeah, secreted. Secreted about his person. Yes. Secretions, mass. Well, yes. Not anyway, secretes. Yes. No storm crow. Uh, yeah. I don't know how this got started, but it has a it, running gag. The on. wizards database, like the official Wizards of the Coast database for looking up cards for their information and discussions on them is called the Gatherer. Mm-hmm. And on the gatherer, Alex. Yes, they have. Yeah, they've, like, they've got a, a comments page for all of the cards, and the one for Stormcrow. Everybody just started talking about how ludicrously overpowered this card is. Specifically, it, the ninth edition. Yeah, the ninth thing. edition one, and how it like ruined Magic. And the thing is, is that the reason it's funny. Is because the card is super average. Yeah, it's it is it, it, super it's a average. One power, two toughness, flying creature for two mana. So it like it is. It's not bad. It's not good. It's card just there. You can think of. It's just like there is nothing exceptional about this. There is nothing bad about this, and yet it's just really funny. The Someone played a Stormcrow, and I just... I, I just I con- I conceded right I there. I made, like, a place out of Stormcrows and, like, 38 islands, and I, like, won the tournament. Stuff like that. Yeah. This card ruined magic for five years. <laughs> you know, it's... It, it, it's reprinted Necropotence. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's so it gets, funny. You know, like, more and more convoluted, and it's just so funny. So, we, 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 so, just, we, we discovered we had we had one, so we wanted to put the Stormcrow in the video. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's an in-joke based on one tiny section of the... Uh, the gatherer. Two forms. people noticed it. it. Two people actually noticed but it. The thing is, it is like, but I mean, that's the definition of a perfect in joke. It is ridiculous. You either get it or you just flies over your head unoffensively. Like a storm crow. Like a yes. storm crow. Storm no. crow descending. Oh god. Uh, okay, so next one. Uh, Desert bus trailers. Right. Which was felt. Which was done during Desert Bus. Yeah. So this was. We were trying not to be shooting during yeah. Desert Bus, but... Well, I mean, if we have to shoot during yeah. Desert Bus, this is probably the best thing to shoot during yeah. Desert Bus. This was an idea that Paul had beforehand for yeah. us to do beforehand. And then I wanted to... I wanted to, I actually wanted to do a trailer for real, so we came up with a different yeah. idea. Yeah, and then and yeah, and then there's a different idea, like, using it using Desert Bus for, like, with, like, Machinima and stuff. Sort of, yeah. And then that didn't come together in time because Desert Bus is insane. And so we went back to this idea, except that it was already going. So yeah. we shot it during it to the point that, like, for those who weren't watching Desert Bus, what, what happened is that, it, okay, the new version of iMovie, iMovie 11, or 2011, uh, has these, this movie trailer mode. That What it does is it, is, uh, it has these movie trailer templates, and it says, okay, we need a medium shot of a person, then a wide shot, then an action shot. And it's actually then a pretty cool. Group shot, yeah. And it shows you, like, this storyboard with tells you what, what sort of shots you need. And then it compiles them into these stereotypical trailers, and you can change the text in them or whatever. And I think we did sports. Uh, we did sports. Uh, like family vacation. And film. F- film noir and blockbuster. Yeah. Uh, and I think I trimmed a chunk out of Blockbuster because it was too long or something. I, I trimmed a part out of one of them. Um, 
And so uh, it basically over the course of the day, uh, this was the Sunday of Desert Bus, I would come up to the computer upstairs, open up iMovie, write down all the shots I needed, then come down, come downstairs and be like, okay, chat room, I need three close-up shots. Who am I going to do those close-up shots of? And they were like, this person, this person, this person. Great, we'll do it. And I grabbed the shots and then went back upstairs, plugged them in, came back down, like, all right, I need a group shot. Who's going to be in this group shot? And they would tell me or whatever. And I think one of the group shots was actually the chat, which is pretty funny. Um, and then they, and then that's how they came together. And then we shot the uh, the 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 beginning and end bit with Jer. The funny part being, because of the twenty four hour shifts, we shot this around eight or nine at at night, I think, uh, or possibly ten. Uh, I was still pretty fresh at that point. During yeah, during Jer's shift, and then I sent it in, and Nick uploaded it Monday yeah, morning. Thank you, Nick, for being so understanding. Yeah, thank you, Nick. So, if you. If you saw the video basically any time during the day on Monday, you could go on, watch it, and see Jer sitting there driving the bus in his green T-shirt, and then go to desertbus.org, open up the driver cam, and Jer would still be there driving in the same shirt because it was shot less than 24 hours before it went up. Yeah. See that was that was a part of my evil plan like during my like shift that I would get solicit donations for me to like put on costumes cuz I didn't want to wear the same clothes for 24 hours. That's fair. That's fair. So that was always thinking. But uh yeah, so I I, I like I th- I hope the impression that this one gave was that like there's this really cool thing like sorry we can't do a full video because we're really busy doing this really cool thing over here which you should go look at. Yeah. Like I that was sort of sort of the you know, there's, the there's, I was I was afraid people would not enjoy the video update, but a lot of people were like, "Oh yeah, Desert Bus is going on, awesome!" You know, it's really fun. So I think the people who watched it were, you know, loading Radio and fans. And and you know, even though maybe it's like a little bit of a trailer about Desert Bus, you can go back and watch it again and be like, "Oh, Desert Bus, that sure was some <laughs> some bus stuff bus. that happened." There was another thing that we started working on for that week. Um, or I, I had started working on for that week as a video update that never never has gone up or done anything with. But it was it was in a state where we could put it together still. Well, that was what Paul was m- mentioned offhand. It's like the machinima thing. Right? Yeah, the machinima. Yeah. 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 So maybe maybe next year. Who knows? Maybe next year. Um, Don't tell him anything. And then say but, nothing. Uh, then the next video was James Cameron's Desert Bus, which Paul had written in advance, and we had shot almost all of before Desert Bus. The one bit we hadn't shot beforehand was Matt's part. Yeah, which we right. shot the day after Desert Bus. Or two days after. No, the no, day, the day after, after, while we were doing yeah. the shipping. Yeah. While yeah. We were do- did we? Okay. Yeah. While we were cleaning up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so um, this, so I, I initially, I had this idea, the idea of doing the trailers for Desert Bus. Um, and then that, that idea sort of morphed and changed. And um, I, I sort of started coming up with like, uh, with like, the idea that it would be like a series of fake trailers that we would do for like desert bus related movies. So I had like, uh, like desert bus of the traveling pants, uh, and like a desert bus runs through it <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, you know, live free or desert bus. And like, like the idea would be, it would be sort of parody movie trailers, except it would all be about desert bus. And then I had the idea of like James Karen presents desert bus. Uh, as one of the trailers, but then I started thinking about that and thought about like all the funny things you could do with that. Um, now, I have nothing against James Cameron. Uh, he's obviously a very talented individual, um, and I really like Titanic. Avatar was not 
not as good. But Aliens and Terminator Two. Yes. And and uh, so and but I find the fact like that I find how expensive his movies are incredibly hilarious and like what a ridiculous um, perfectionist he is. Like there's a story that apparently um, in Titanic, uh, in the third size scale model that they had of the ti- of the Titanic. One of many scale models. Yeah, but that, that was the biggest one they had um, that they used for all, like, the sweeping flybys. Behind every porthole, there is a scale model, there is a scale period-appropriate uh, room. What? With, yeah. like, fully fully decked out with, like, wallpaper and appropriate lighting fixtures, which apparently they had to reshoot it because the lighting fixtures in the scale model rooms behind the portholes that they were flying by for, like, five seconds. Yeah were not the right light fixtures, so they had to re- reshoot that whole thing. Wow. So it's just this idea of uh, of this incredible perfectionism. But then, of course, the joke is that James Cameron has the last laugh because his movies, despite the fact they're the most expensive movies ever made, make the most money of any movie ever. So I guess it works. So the idea of taking that and it's taking it to the ex- taking it to the extreme and putting it to desert bus. Um, I especially like there's this the line of it's like now when he first came to me and said this movie would take take place entirely from a first person view out the window, <laughs> have no actors, dialogue, or change the shot at all. I was a little concerned, <laughs> <laughs> but then I saw the script. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, so I was actually really happy with how this turned out. Um, and actually, there's the blog post about it sort of says most of the stuff. But yeah. uh, the uh, I was pretty the um, the posters for the the two uh, the posters were great. Yeah, the the uh, Terry Gilliam and Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick, and, yeah, yeah, Terry Gilliam, which I thought invoked their their spirit and also uh, Kathleen double green screened yeah Kathleen, I was so happy with how that Kathleen turned Kathleen on a green screen on a full body green screen being green screened onto a bigger green screen so it looks like that we have a giant green screen someone actually asked us where what studio we shot that in which yeah. I felt really happy about so so how's that for trickiness yeah next uh, then another video we actually shot before Desert Bus because we were really trying to plan uh, was Every OS Sucks yeah. That you were in, Kathleen. Yes, yes, and Matt me. Was in. And Matt was in. Yes. Tally, uh, so me on the phone right now is in. Oh, creepy. Oh, creepy, yeah. Um, Every OS Sucks, written by Wes Borg, and... Uh, and recorded, like, eight years ago or something. Yeah, it's, it's, not, a, it's not, not a new song, but it's... Yeah. But, but uh, uh, it really cool. And ever since uh, he performed it at last year's Desert Bus, we've been like, we want to do a video of that. And he re- re- played it a couple times so during good. this year's Desert Bus because people love that song. So buy his album, Dead Troll. Yeah, he actually oh, he has a, yeah. he has a yeah, new yeah, album coming out uh, that you can pre-order right now. Mm-hmm. It's going to be sweet. Yeah, he played a couple songs off it from his uh, Desert Bus. We might, we, uh, I think we. We, we might have an appearance on it. I'm not sure. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so deadtroll.com, order his album. But yeah, the, it was really fun. It was me, Tally, and Missy playing the girls. And uh, I honestly have to say, uh, a lot of people give American Apparel flack for being kind of expensive and, like, douchey. But if you need to find a white miniskirt, do you know how hard it is to find a white miniskirt? It is not a common thing, but, like, American Apparel had them. Mm-hmm. I have to say thank you, American Apparel, for making the MAC costume possible. Yeah. You are... Thank you, American Apparel. You are still expensive and douchey, but apparently you have white <laughs> miniskirts. Well, yeah. they, are, they are an invaluable costume resource for Loading Party Run. That's true. So, uh, Paul came up with the... the uh, well, this is... The, the actual... The... Main concept for this, um, we actually got together with Wes like months, months before. Yeah. Um, 
uh, because, you know, we're, we are both quite busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we sort of got together and talked about it. And this idea of having the the different OSs sort of anthropomorphized as uh, girls that this guy is going out and date on. Yeah. Um, we sort of came up with as a group. And then I went away and I actually just went through the, uh, I got the, the lyrics for it and just went through and said what I think should be happening in every scene um, with uh, the different interactions with the people and then, you know, the... Uh, Beach Ball of Death and the blue screen and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and it basically, uh, there's a couple little things that turned out differently, but it basically was exactly what uh, what I wrote down. So it turned out, uh, turned out really good. This is all shot up at, uh, all shot up at UVic. Yeah, it was a weird sort of shoot because it was like, all right, we just need, like, we need a lot of very specific small shots. Yeah, yeah, so just, so like, wandering around. There's a lot of wandering around the campus being like, okay, do this, do this, do this, do this shot again, but with Wes in it, do this, do this. I was, I was really happy with the, the shots of, like, you know, with, like, Wes in the foreground and just people, like, doing weird things in the background. Yeah. Just sort of blurry, out of focus. Um, so as it was, as people have gone over repeatedly on the, uh, on the, on the forums, um, uh, obviously, um, you know, uh, Kathleen was asking for money over and over again because Apple is expensive, or at least the criticism. I mean, it, it is, but you know, so asking for money over and over again because new versions come out, and then you have to you have to buy, you you of course have to buy them again. Well, that's what it's it's the I mean, what it talks about specifically in the uh, uh, in the in the song is that they which Apple did do is that they charged for OS uh, 10.0 and then they charged for. 10.1, even mm-hmm. though 10.0 was, like, not functional. Yeah. <laughs> um, unlike Minecraft, which is... with it, they, yeah. they, 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 oh, yeah. for, ten, they charge you for the alpha, but the alpha works. 10.0 couldn't, like, burn CDs or anything. Like, yeah. Was, like, there's big chunks of big stuff. functional yeah. major problems, yeah. Um, and then uh, we've talked we've talked a couple times about uh, Tally's uh, awesome uh, brooch and earrings, which he made the night before. Yeah, because we were like, okay, matte costume. We got we got the shirt, we got the the mini skirt thing. We're fine, and then we're gonna do the Xerox thing where she turns into Apple. That's great. Linux is gonna be just like a hodgepodge of different, yeah. <laughs> like just a weird outfit. <laughs> she ended up looking a little bit like the Doctor actually, which was kind of cool with the big scarf. And then we're like, okay, Windows. Uh, Tally has this great uh, business sort of dress suit thing but we need something else to indicate yeah windows and so uh as we have done in on several times in the past phoned up tally the night before and like can you craft this thing yeah, yeah there's a, because there's we know that tally is incapable of saying no for people people who want her to do crafts she was close that time actually she uh she had a lot on her plate uh, but it, it would have been and, it, and, and, and you know and we, it would have worked without it it, it would have worked without it but it was better with and yeah. it was uh yeah those turned out so the next well. by the way the video may or may not have gone out by the time you're hearing this uh but monday's video has a pretty involved crafting project from tally which was entirely on her <laughs> she was like i want to do this and i was like oh, okay and uh, we said, will write that we good. will write that into I'm the doing script. it then yeah so um uh what else um uh, then, oh, yeah the, of course missy being linux was yeah. great oh right uh, i'd like to say that uh Missy's uh, interpretation of Linux largely reflects my own personal experience with Linux, i.e. Uh, it's like, wow, this is really going well, and then it kicks you in the balls. Which I like that there's uh, several people on the forums commiserated with that. Yeah. Uh, which I the thing I really like about this song is it's like 
It's very, it's, it's very, very it's very even-handed, yeah. yeah. And it actually like didn't doesn't really spark OS debates, which is kind of interesting. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. people tried. People were like, no, but no not, Linux is it? Linux is good though. But, but not mean, really. Like people, like it was very minimal considering it is a song about operating systems. Uh, yeah. So next one, last one, the last one. Uh, ways to avoid Christmas. Uh, well, you can probably guess what the inspiration for this was, is that... It's almost Christmas. It's almost Christmas, and all the malls are starting to play Christmas music and all that kind of crap. Yeah. I, I like Christmas. I like, I like Christmas, too. I'm a, I'm actually, despite, you know, despite what you might think from this video, I'm a, I'm a really, really big fan of Christmas. My issue is, I don't need to start hearing Christmas music the day after Halloween. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. think anybody does. No. So, no, they do not. Yeah. It drives me nuts because stores do it to like put people in the like the Christmas shopping spirit, but it really just makes me not want to be in the mall. Yeah, like it drives me away from shopping. I like Christmas, but I don't need to hear. I don't need to think about Christmas one sixth of the year, right? <laughs> like that's how I like to think of it. Hallmark would like you to. Uh, so Hallmark in- can get stuffed. <laughs> So this is actually, it was kind of interesting that we had every OS sucks and then immediately ways to avoid Christmas, two of which involving Matt. Matt with no no dialogue, which was not planned that way, but because of we'd shot every OS sucks so long beforehand that we hadn't really like, we hadn't, not that it was a bad thing, but we hadn't realized that was happening until until it went up and someone actually mentioned, hey, two two videos in a row, is that Matt with no dialogue? We were like, what? Really? What was last week's video? Oh, yeah. I actually realized it like while we were in the midst of shooting (laughs) the Ways to Avoid Christmas video. And you didn't mention it. Well, we were already shooting it. What were we going to do at that Um, point? Be like, uh, oh, well, clearly we have to recast. It's worthy of note that in both videos cases i was told that i was going to be that it's guy. true yeah. it's true it's, yeah. it wasn't it was but i like to think that it's it's like you know in every os sucks matt has you know gone on and got kind of rejected by all this stuff and it hasn't turned out very well and then his computer crashes and then it's christmas and everybody's being jolly around him so <laughs> he's like you know what this sucks <laughs> you all go to hell you have, you, yeah you have yeah. You do very good facial expressions. Uh, Unless you want me to be confused, in which case I just I can't do it. Uh, well, I, I, confusion I, is my not my Achilles heel. Fair enough. I really enjoy the the wonderful frump face when oh, uh, with, when you have the headphones on. You're just like <laughs> music. I'm a big fan of the uh, the shot I used for the blog, which was the the Scrooge. Yeah. The oh, the Scrooge is so, so that funny. Was really good. I, That's a great I costume almost, too. I almost <laughs> forgot to put that in because obviously that had to have some. Uh, that had to have some uh, post uh, post production on effects. it I was no no we just I was actually tracking the ghost of Christmas Eve. yeah I was tra- I had to track His the green screen shot of Paul uh, I was the ghost by the way yeah I had to motion track that onto the handheld shot of Matt and then make it partially transparent and blue and do some masking and stuff so I, I did, had to do that in After Effects so I took that footage and put it aside. And I was like, okay, I'll come back to that later. And, just and, then, aside. and then I edited the whole video. And I was like, great, done, go. And then on Saturday, after I'd already sent the video in, I was like, oh, oh, crap. Well, you like showed it to us, and we're like, we're like wow, that was really good. Yeah. Wasn't there that other thing? And then I think it was afterwards. I was like, wait a minute, I didn't do that that one. And so then I uh, I did it and got it in time, and uh, so uh, it ended up in the actual video. Trivia: The Scrooge outfit is the same outfit that I use in Decadent Sports for my. No, uh, not Decadent. No, no, in, in in that episode of VNN with the. Or no, 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 in uh, in uh, Morgan Eleven as the. Also, 
also mostly the same one I'm using in Decadence Force, though, for the Ski Oh, right, right, yeah. right, right. Sorry. Yeah, in more eleven the 18th century. Yeah, anything that yeah. needs to look, like, ostentatious or 18th century or 19th... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that is sort of 18th century. Anyway. Same uh, same composition, different individual pieces. Um, the table runner is The table the runner I used... No, the, the vest... It's a different vest, you're it's right. It's a different vest and a different coat, because yeah. I can't fit the ones you were wearing. Ah. It's composed the same way. Yeah. Different yeah. individual items. Uh, the table runner ascot, though, is the table runner right. ascot is possibly possibly the greatest investment in a table runner we could have made. <laughs> all right, so that is all the ENN or the loading and run videos. Jeez. Uh, so um, we don't have too much to talk about with Unskippable, except that we did our hundredth episode. Yeah. So <laughs> yay! We are dropping balloons from the ceiling right now. Except you can't see. Insert the noise of balloons dropping. Yeah, which means that probably, which means that probably within a week of you hearing this, assuming you listen when it goes up, uh, we will have been doing Unskippable for two years. Yeah, wow. which is pretty. Well, we started we started January. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. Just pretty cool. And so we we wanted to we were debating either doing um, more of Eternal Sonata. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because because like we actually like the opening cutscene of Eternal Sonata we actually cut off short in the very that's the very first unskippable. Yeah, and we'd uh, actually the actual intro is like twelve or fifteen minutes long. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That game is insufferable. Yeah. Uh, or doing and so we ended up hilariously of course we were like okay let's do this thing where we will just edit together a bunch of stuff because that'll be quick. Uh, which it actually turned out to be actually harder to do than a regular episode, yeah, which we probably should have seen coming. Yeah. Really. But so what? What we did is we went through. We basically just quickly looked through all other ninety nine episodes that we'd done and wrote down all the common themes. Like well, there was a couple that we that we expected, and there's even some that we didn't actually use because uh, they only showed up like three or four times. But stuff like the 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 moon mm-hmm. and the crows. Yeah. Uh, and the main character dying in this. Main character dying, which is stuff we've sort of pointed out in Unskippables as we went. Uh, but I, I was especially happy with the um, uh, the making up your own time period, or your, own, yes. your own date, your own that calendar. Because that it, it's freaking space date ten. Space date ten. Because <laughs> as we say in the thing, it's like like the uh, you know it's January in in eleven seventy four of the Lanzheim calendar, and it's like okay. That means nothing to me. Yeah, it's like unless, there is no purpose in you telling me that. Unless, unless you're like building, unless you have like a whole timeline that you're building, then yeah. it doesn't matter. Like if you say it's like 1432, you know, in the real in the world, then it's like okay, we know sort of around what time that is. Uh, but if you say space date ten, uh, it's like okay, and so we know that it's space. I guess they got to space ten days ago. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's so yeah, so silly. And oh, then man. and so good. Yeah, crows show up a whole hell of a lot. And the, actually, the funny thing that we uh, that we noticed when we were ta- when uh, we were so, doing the bit about the moon is you know we were talking about how big it was. But there's, for example, there's the shot of the helicopter silhouetted against it, right? There's no, or or like someone standing in front of the moon. There is no possible way to actually get that shot in the real world. Because if a if a helicopter is flying, it is perpendicular to the ground. Sorry, it's parallel to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> if it's perpendicular, you're in trouble. Uh. It's parallel to the ground. So to get a shot of it straight on, you also you need to be looking at it along a line that is parallel to the ground. Meaning the moon, unless it is just just coming up. Yeah. Will never be directly behind. Also, 
The also the helicopter would have to be like super far away. The moon is really small. Yeah. In the real world, like if you watch enough uh, like anime and video games and stuff, you actually start believing the moon is big, and then you go outside and look. It's like, oh yeah, it's tiny. The other trick is that like with, there's that whole optical illusion thing where based on your comparison of the moon against things on the horizon, yeah, yeah. at their relative distance to where you are. Well, also, and at certain times of at certain times of year, the atmosphere can get it such that it looks bigger as it's raising. Yeah, and, and stuff like that. But I'm not sure that a camera is actually susceptible to that. Like, Well, and but it's the... Uh, it, it, it's when, like, the... There's the one from uh, from Onimusha mm. uh, where the moon... Is, is it, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. Where the moon is literally taking up half the sky. Mm-hmm. Like, the dude, if, the dude is, like, standing on the hilltop and is silhouetted, and the moon is huge! <laughs> <That's absolutely laughs> like, as I said, the thing, if the moon was that big, then the Earth would have long ago been destroyed by tidal forces. Which, which is apparently incorrect. We got no? that backwards. Um, well, actually... Or something. A, but actually, it's, it would have messed with the tides or something. On, it, would have, it would have messed with the gravity. The gravity I have a loading ready run science question for our loading ready run science type listeners can a camera film a mirage no uh well i don't know okay there's there's like the mirage that you see because you're dehydrated and that's that you're hallucinating or like an but, optical illusion right? uh the um the there's there's this like, is like the heat coming off the, the sand the heat the sort of like the heat generated mirage that for sure shows up that, yeah that would show that, up. That, yeah, yeah but absolutely. that's because that's actually a physical yeah so thing. like a but camera that is the air actually the, uh, blurring the background a moon that appears larger because it is uh, because of it like, because you're seeing it through the atmosphere as it is rising over the horizon that'll totally show up on camera a moon that appears larger because of an optical illusion in relation to, to yeah. things that you were seeing that won't make a difference because it's not yeah, if your, your brain if your brain is messing with it yeah. so, anyway uh, alright so uh, and yeah we had a lot of fun had... doing the uh, doing oh, the no, I was just about to say the Unscapable 100 we had a lot of fun uh, doing that and uh, now we're already back on track with uh, Beowulf and yeah yeah. we uh, we just basically will continue on uh, until somebody tells us not to yeah. oh, simple, oh, basically. oh and it was uh, important we to just... note that in the uh, uh as we said at the end of the video, a bunch of people have asked us, um, what is the worst episode you've ever done? Mm. No question, Zoid's Assault. Yeah. The the opening cutscene for that, like the game itself is bad enough, but the opening cutscene very bad. Is just in, in fact, horrible. The, the, we used a lot of bits from Zoid's Assault in that episode because it kept like, every time we would like come up with something really stupid cutscenes do, it's like, oh hey, that's in Zoid's Assault. <laughs> it's the text with no music. It's just oh, like God. silent text. It's so funny. Anyway. Uh, so, ENN, which uh, we have also done a bunch. Yeah. Uh, uh, with... Tr- uh, try to think here. Pardon me. The, uh, Rejeweled uh, is um, the the first one we did. I'm trying to think of what the, what the feature well, was. About, was. Uh, this is about Rejeweled 3, wasn't it? Yeah, that was just one of the stories. I can't uh, remember what the longer part well, was. I don't know that there was necessarily a longer part or whether it was just Paul commenting on something. It's mm. been yeah, a we've, while. we've changed the format a little but bit. The, um, too, right? Most recent. Uh, okay, let's just talk about the most recent episode that went up, which is the Not Games But Movies. Oh, about, yeah. Because there was, there was a, yes, the, the mm-hmm. ENN Not Games But Movies About Games, so it's still relevant desk. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> because there was, just, there was a lot of movie news that week. There was even a story we didn't use. Yeah. yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know the whole thing with Billy Bob Thornton, uh, uh, and he he uh, watch watch Billy Bob Thornton on cue 
God, that guy's uh, a dick. Yeah, that's why nobody. That's why Canada hates Billy Bob Thornton now. Yeah, uh, I have nothing. I have nothing against him as an actor, but he was a douche in that in that interview. So yes. now, now nobody likes him. He slagged off a lot. Yeah. He slagged off Canadians as 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 bad as like and, bad concert goers. Yeah, and he was and he was. And he was mean to our national treasure, Giango Meshi. <laughs> national treasure. I like Giango Meshi a lot, yeah. He also recently, or maybe I'm thinking of something that was quoted in the same episode, saying that he's of the opinion that we are making the worst movies in history right that, now. That, that was in that episode. That was in that episode. We're, making, yeah. the worst we're making the worst movies, movies ever because we're... Because they're, 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 yeah, because they're targeting the video game generation. Yeah. Which, no, it, like, we, which we were going to like make fun of that. But then, for ENN. But then after the other movie-based stories we were doing, we were like, you know... <laughs> yeah, because the other stories in that one were uh, Uwe Boll doing uh, yeah. Dead and Siege 2. The thing is, there's a difference, though, between making movies that target our generation and making just terrible video game movies, yeah, yeah. right? Like, he was not talking about terrible video game movies. He I was know. talking about our big blockbusters, some of which are actually yeah. genuinely really good. Um, yeah. But but we were making jokes. Yes. Yes. And then <laughs> I just think the, he's a uh, dick. Yeah. the Uncharted thing is so. Oh fuck stupid. you, Uncharted movie. Well, but the thing is, uh, like once again, like we said in ENN, you can just you know you can just rest easy because it's not an Uncharted movie. Well, they, but they make but it, it now they it, may call it that. I it makes don't it, it makes it so there won't fuck it up that badly. It makes yeah. it so there won't be an Uncharted movie. I know. I like. I truly do not understand how you can license Uncharted. And then fuck it and up then complete, that bad. Completely change it. Like, it, how? It, it is a movie. It, yeah, yeah like, it's a video game designed to be an action movie. The actual transition from video game action movie to video game action movie shouldn't be that goddamn hard. <laughs> it's like just film that. Oh, yeah, do another story in this universe, and then cast fucking Nathan Fillion to play the role. <laughs> it doesn't even need to be another story. Just be like, okay, just record someone playing. Like record someone doing a playthrough of the first game. There's your storyboard. Yeah, yeah. That's it's actually it's a it's it's a fully amazingly rendered animatic of yeah. what oh. of what the first <laughs> what game the first movie should be. Me how yeah how consistently people can do that. Like they'll take an idea that ha- like has legs and would work as a movie, and they completely right turn it like Resident Evil. Like what the hell were they thinking? Well, I think the I, first one. Was I think what they're doing. Swiss, I, I, I think what they're what they're trying to do with Uncharted, which is apparently they're turning into like Swiss Family Indiana Jones. Yes, is they're trying to be like okay, Pirates of the Caribbean is a really yeah, let's, great let's family franchise. franchise. Let's out. make it a let's let let's make it a family movie instead of like uh, instead of. An, they didn't oh, need to license to... Uncharted to make that movie. I no, know, they I didn't. Know. No, well, they're, Kathleen, they're trying to package it with look. These movies are made based on their potential popularity, except the people making it are, like, rich idiots who don't understand that, like, just mashing a bunch of popular, like, memes together isn't going to make a good movie. Yeah. And then they're really surprised when it tanks at the box office. They're like, we did all the right stuff, why isn't it making money? Of the franchises. You're a moron. Yeah. Of the franchises out there that on its own could have made you're also a genuinely Don really good <laughs> Why didn't this movie make money? <laughs> Uncharted Why? was one of them. And they There's way too it. many ostriches. Oh. Why are there so many ostriches? Why are there so many ostriches? Oh. <laughs> Murray. Murray. It's a oh, okay. Murray. Don, Don Knotts slash Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Don Knotts slash Jimmy Stewart slash Family Guy. Anyway, long story Murray. short, fuck you, Uncharted movie. <laughs> Matt has opinion. I, okay. Uncharted is, like, Uncharted and Uncharted 2 are my two favorite games on the PS3. They are, bar yeah. none. It's, I'm, I'm just They are two of my favorite games of this entire game generation they are so so good they have such a great like 
development pedigree behind them. Mm-hmm. And luckily, okay, like, we, we get the idea. Matt, Fuck you, Uncharted movie. <laughs> we get the idea. Luckily, the hey, games internet, are still there. Matt says, huh, "My opinions. Let me show you them." Yeah. Luckily, the games are still there. So. Yes. Thank you. Uh, just thank like God that the movies don't ruin the video. That'd be hilarious. Uh, so other other ENNs, uh, stress tri- Yeah, I don't know if we really need to talk about. Community. No, I don't think so. Did we even put Sorry. up a like a question thread for this one? No, we didn't. Good because no. that's I, we've I, already been yeah, recording for talking. almost an hour. Almost an hour. Yeah. Okay. Super cool. So we will. Um, I guess with Christmas, we may not actually get. Back, so. But we, we will endeavor to get back on the regular we're recording, schedule. We're recording both podcasts t- today, so you'll get both of them so to, and then to tide you over the Christmas break. When you're stuck with your family over yeah. Christmas, you know, you can... You can uh, listen to... Escape your yeah. family. You can escape and listen talk. to us talk for an hour. Yes. You can, you can escape or, the blathering of your family for the blathering of us. Yeah, better better yet, just have, let, you know, talk to your family, but just be wearing headphones. <laughs> yeah. So or, then your family will sound like us. Or spend time with your loved ones if you actually want to do that. <laughs> exactly, which is what I plan on doing, but still. Yeah, that doesn't sound that cool. Yeah, no, loved ones yeah. suck. All right, we were, we're, we're way better. When we were at the, the Phillips... We love you, don't worry. When we were, yeah. when we were at the Phillips Comedy Night... There was a lot, like, every other stand-up comedian was talking about how heavily they, they, no, how, how heavily they drink at Christmas and how, how everyone just in their family just gets wasted at Christmas and how they had to, like, run to the liquor store to make sure that they were, like, that they were that is, stocked that is up. That the standard, we were, like, like, family gathering thing. Not I, yeah, not it's, my it's family. never been a thing for me. tolerate your family is to drink them away. I, yeah. Wow! <laughs> no, that's. Not I just, it's, pretty, I, it's a pretty common Christmas meme, actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it not is. like the truth. It's yeah, it's, it's the, it's the like, Christmas meme. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is a Christmas meme. Huh. And, and I, there was a long running. I joke. get along quite well with my family. There was a long running joke in my in my family actually, wherein um, one Christmas season, uh, my grandmother on my dad's side was with our like our whole family was together for Christmas. So all of my grandparents from both sides of the family were like over at our place for Christmas. And uh, my grandfather on my mom's side and my grandmother on my dad's side weren't involved in, like, making dinner or anything like that. And my uh, my grandmother got just wrecked on um, on peach, peach schnapps. apricot schnapps. Oh. Um, and for, like, a decade after that Christmas, there was always a bottle of apricot schnapps around at Christmas. And, and constant making fun of her for being so, bla- like, blazed on the... Nice. Yeah, but if you're a grandma, you're allowed to get blazed. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, tonight's the night we're going to get granny plastered. Yes, yes. All right. Yeah. So, All right. Uh, that so is Merry this... Christmas to you and yours from Loading Ready Run. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy to, midwinter uh, festival. Late for Happy Hanukkah. Well, yeah, but we missed the podcast where we would have wished them a Happy Hanukkah. Fair so, yes. Happy so, American Thanksgiving as well. We missed that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, happy whatever and, we missed. And uh, Happy Kwanzaa. Yes. Happy whatever you celebrate. And, yes. fest- and happy Festivus. A festivus for the rest of us. Yeah, no, not, not for Festivus. festivus. No. Not happy Festivus. No. 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 So Have an unhappy Festivus. Yeah. Screw you. Right. Um, well, I'm pretty sure Festivus is supposed to be unhappy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you're not really supposed to be happy during Festivus. Yeah. All right. All right. But anyhow, we'll see you in 2011. Thank you for listening to our podcast this year. Yay. Goodbye. Goodbye.